0: November 19, 2021. It was a day like no other. Every day since November 19, 2019, the day we lost our beloved 26-year-old son, brother and godson, marking time takes on a whole new significance after our loss. By day's end after posting the letter to my departed son, the outpouring of support and encouragement that I received from this blogging community was beyond what I could imagine. Your support, along with the support of a handful of family and friends in my life. Has sparked an unanticipated strength that has helped me survive the sudden eclipse of my soul. Through this grief journey, you have given me faith that the sun, even though appearing dark, still shines light into our eyes. In science, this is a fact. In my peace together heart, this is a fact too. When the dreaded Friday arrived, I was hurt that a few family members, not to mention a number of friends, have disassociated with me. Nonetheless, I focused on the positive. It was an auspicious morning. I rifled through my closet for something to wear and coincidentally pulled out the t-shirt pictured above. Faith does not make things easy. It makes them possible. Later on, my daughter, my children's godmother, and I enjoyed a quiet late lunch at one of our favorite Mexican restaurants. Afterwards, we shopped for socks, but ended up purchasing a few additional food and practical items as if symbolizing the various forms of sustainment during our grief walk. At day's end, I was glad only our little trio gathered at the cemetery. Our unconditional love that we share made us comfortable and genuine. Standing at my son's grave, out loud we effortlessly spoke our hearts. Our words of love, discontent, sadness, regret, guilt and the joyful opportunity of knowing him in our personal ways transformed into a meaningful elegy, resembling in many ways how our lives themselves have been molded in these last two years. It is incredulous to us still how so many irregular, broken pieces of our shattered lives have managed to create an artful mosaic. Through streaming tears, I realized if I had skated through life unscathed as I always desired, I would not have been forced to live a life with wide open arms. In this life, you take it all in. You feel deeply without numbing or canceling out the pain or heightening the joy. This, too, is the same life where you are lucky enough to own a cloak of love and support weaved by those to whom you matter. That early evening at my son's gravesite, Ralph Waldo Emerson's words resonated with me, it is not the length of life, but the depth. My son lived a short life, but he was so much more than the demons in his head. He was compassionate and loyal. He was full of depth, insight and a sharp wit. He lived for purpose and passion and not for possessions. I only wish more people were fortunate enough to have met him, they missed out on knowing a superior human being. It is not the length of life, but the depth. When we three parted from him, we felt grief's depth, the painful stretch of our marathon-trained souls. In life's irony, we were like winners who had crossed the finish line. Yesterday, on our daily walk, the neighbor's dog raced across his yard to greet us. Our neighbor informed us that her dog isn't friendly to strangers. You must have a special aura, she explained. Among the many definitions, aura means, a subtly pervasive quality or atmosphere seen as emanating from a person, place, or thing. Love is our aura. Loss has taught us the extent of love's reach. It stretches to a point of excruciating hurt, ready to break but, defying logical odds, it digs in, roots firm. If love is truly our aura, I cannot exclude loving the people who have abandoned us. Coincidentally, I started reading Cheryl Strayed's national bestseller, Wild. She writes that some people scatter in their grief. This concept pulls me away from feeling angry to coming to an understanding of the ones that we have lost along the way as a result of our loss. It is too much pain for them to endure. After all, the price of love will shatter the femur of our hearts. The femur, BTW, is the only bone in the thigh and is the longest and strongest of all the bones in the body. The price is high. Our little tribe pays the cost. Like expert appraisers, no one can undermine what we have come to know as true value and we willingly pay the price. Photo by Rodney Productions on Pexels.com This Thanksgiving, although we will have an empty seat at our dinner table, it will not diminish my thankful and grateful heart and mind, thanks to all of you. Faith Muscle